Joe Biden travels the West Coast this weekend and makes some really awful and kind of weird statements. Family-friendly, and I put that in quotes, drag shows are coming to a school near district near you, and people are really pissed off about it. And when are our school boards going to realize that some of their students are ticking time bombs? This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, I hope you had a great weekend. I didn't. My weekend sucked. Saturday, I went to the Padres-Dodgers game, spent a t- truckload of money going to the stupid game that Josie wanted to go to, and the Dodgers proceeded to lose, which basically ends their playoff run. 111 games they'd won during the regular season. They're playing a team, the Padres, San Diego Padres, who they had beaten like redheaded stepchildren for the last year, and then... The first series they lose to the Padres this year, the first series they've lost to the Padres this year is in the playoffs. So I don't know. Dodgers are going to have to make some changes there because for some reason they're turning into the what the Braves were in the 1990s where they won one World Series out of 10. I mean, this is the seventh year they've been. Now, granted, one team that they should have beaten, the Houston Astros, cheated. You know, came back from three to one, but you gotta sit back and say, "Hey, guys, Jesus, you gotta win a game. <laughs> to win the first game and then lose the next three to a team that is subpar. I don't, I don't. Know, we're gonna have to see it. So Josie and my, uh, I guess my nephew, they were thrilled. So good for them. I hope that uh, San Diego wins one finally. Okay, so. Joe Biden had a hell of a weekend, uh, saying one stupid thing after another. It didn't just, it didn't help that he was traveling the West Coast, and probably that spongy mind of him was his mind of his was probably jet lagged too. He went to Orange County, California. Then he went to Los Angeles. After that, he traveled to Portland, basically trying to support the flailing Democratic candidate for governor up in Portland. It's hard to believe that we may end up with a Republican mayor in Los Angeles and we may end up with a Republican uh, governor in Oregon. It is looking that bad for Democrats right now. In Los Angeles, Biden was asked about gas prices um, while he was picking up a couple of quesadillas from a Mexican restaurant. Chicken quesadillas, mind you. Uh, so the reporter asked him, and I wish I had the I, I wish I had the audio, but it was very faint, so I, I didn't bother with it. They said qu- the question was the inflation report is out. Have you seen gas prices around in here in L.A.? It's seven bucks a gallon almost. A re- the reporter asked, and Biden responded, "Well, that's always been the case here. You know, it's not what nationwide they came down a buck twenty, a buck thirty-five." And they're still down over a dollar, but we're going to work on on housing is the big is the most important thing we have to do in terms of that. The hell is he talking about? Gas has never been seven dollars a gallon in L.A. Even at its worst, it's never been seven. And what is he talking about? Oh, gas came down a dollar thirty-five. What is he ta- from when? Gas prices were averaged 240 a gallon when he took office. They are now at 390 a gallon. 
Gas prices in Los Angeles and San Diego averaged $2.79 a gallon. It is now $7 a gallon. A, down a buck 35 from what? The $8 a gallon it was six months ago? Yeah, you know, this guy sounds like a guy who has never had to pay or pump his own gas. Well, that's because he's a guy that has never had to pay and pump his own gas. That's why. He doesn't have to worry about it. He's not paying for it. You are. Los Angeles is more expensive than any other city in California. They're running between 7 and $8 a gallon. So it's not always been like this. Then he goes off. It, 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 just the optics of all this stuff is incredible. He's in Portland at an ice cream shop. And, of course, the press reported it. He got a, a chocolate chip ice cream and a waffle cone. They report it. They're freaking, uh, they're freaking recording, you know, everything really important, like what kind of ice cream he had. And on camera, he's asked about the economy. Listen to this garbage. Are you concerned about, just one more economic one, are you concerned about the strength of the dollar right now? I'm not concerned about the strength of the dollar. I'm concerned about the rest of the world. Does that make sense? Yes. Our economy is strong as hell. The internal. Inflation is worldwide. It's worse off everywhere else than it is in the United States. So the problem is the lack of economic growth and sound policy in other countries, not so much ours. And that's how it's worldwide inflation. It's consequential. This is such a telling statement. This statement, I I know it's glib, it's off, it's off the it's off the cuff. But this is a telling statement about this guy. First off, he's the president of the United States, not of the world. He should only worry about the United States, not worry about everyone else. He has this pure globalist mentality. Now, everyone says being a nationalist is a bad thing. No, being a nationalist means you're worried about your country. I don't give a rat's ass what uh, inflation is in England or what inflation is in Germany. That means nothing to me. I don't even give a damn if their people are going to be cold. I'm worried about our people, our inflation, our people being cold. It doesn't matter what inflation is anywhere else. And this is crappy language because it also means that he's going to continue doing what he's doing. He thinks the economy is really strong. We'll get to that in a second. He thinks the economy is really strong. Well, I got news for you. It's not. The economy is crap. But he doesn't care. He does not care. He thinks what he's doing is right. And this is really dangerous because we've got two more years of this asshole. What's going to happen? What's going to happen if Republicans need to take office? They need to take the Senate. They need to take the uh, House. As a matter of fact, I think it would really help Joe Biden if we took the Senate and the House, because then they're going to control all the stupid crap that he's doing. Now, as far as the economy being strong as hell, let's go over some statistics. Now, mind you, the economy was at 1.3% inflation when Biden took office. 1.3% inflation. When Trump was in office, it never got to 2%. 
Never got near 2% inflation. It's at 8.5% right now. In some areas of the economy, especially food, it's over 10% inflation. At one point, we were at 9% inflation. But let me get, let me break it down. Okay, so fuel oil up 58%. Airline fares up 43%. Eggs are up 31%. Gas is up 18%. Electricity is up 16%. Milk is up 15 to, uh, 15%. Groceries are up 13%. And actually, in this last report, it said they were up 14%, but I'm sure they're averaging out here. Baby food is up 12%. Meat, poultry, and fish up 8%. Inflation, 8.5%. And the economy is strong as hell. He is an effing disaster. And he doesn't care. He just ignores it. God, we, if, if Republicans, you know something, if Republicans do not win the House and the Senate this November, Republican leadership should be replaced. And we get what we deserve. Because it means there are a lot of people out there that still buy all this crap. He's not going to win. He's definitely losing the House. And right now, it's beginning to look like they're going to lose the Senate. So we'll have to see. We're, it, I, I, the red tidal wave, I'll see it when I believe. I'll believe it when I see it. I just don't know if that's actually going to happen. Now, here's another video. It's just weird it, and creepy. He's talking to a 13-year-old girl, or she looks like a 13-year-old girl. She could be younger than that. He reaches over, Biden, grabs her shoulders, and then says just the weirdest thing. Listen to this. Look at Dan. Look at Dan. Look at Dan. Look at Dan. Now, the very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in the 30s. Okay. <laughs> no, what? no serious guys to your 30. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> the cringe factor on with on this girl's face is through the roof. She looks like she feels looks like you see her kind of bending over and kind of looking at him like, why are you touching me? As if the guy's was a serial killer. Mind you, this is after he was caught on camera in Los in uh, Portland trying to reach over to a l another little girl and the parents kind of stopped him. Probably trying to sniff her hair or something. It was just a really weird sight. There, there are excerpts from Biden's diary that got out in the last couple of weeks. They include how he used to shower with her and that Biden's daughter decided to start taking showers late at night when he was already asleep because she didn't want her father showering, showering her. And then if we look at Joe Biden's son, Hunter, you can see perversion doesn't seem to be, doesn't seem to fall too far from the tree, the pervert, pervert tree. And by the way, you know, there are hundreds of creepy videos like this with Joe Biden doing stuff like this, and no one investigates a thing. No one cares about Joe Biden's daughter, who's openly said, yeah, no, he's abusive. If Trump did any of this crap, there would be investigation after investigation by news reporters. Here, I mean, heck, reporters can't find anything on Trump outside of the stuff he openly admits he did. I mean, Trump liked women. I mean, he likes women. There's no question he does it. His wife, Melania. 
is his fourth, third or fourth wife, and he was cheating on Melania, cheating on Ivanka with Melania. And of course, he cheated on his first wife with Ivanka. This is something he's done. We all know this. This is nothing new. But even this stuff, they can't, they can't hold on Trump. So they have to start making crap up about him, like he's peeing on hookers in Russia or some crap. But no one says a thing about Biden. That's because he's their boy. Just weird. I don't know why the optics, these optics are just horrid. Every time Biden says and opens his mouth or every time he does something, it's one thing worse than the other. All right, I, this, this, I, I decided to talk about this because this stuff here is not happening in Memphis, Tennessee, or New York, or wherever, Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina, wherever. This stuff is now happening down the street from where I live, down the street from where I used to live. Um, this drag queen story hour thing is is finally hitting home and it's hitting local like down the street the incident Encinitas union school board i live in san diego in oceanside Encinitas is about 20 miles south of here sent out invitations for a quote family friendly drag show by the way there is no such thing as a family friendly drag show they're all perverted Okay, even drag queens. I, I, I played one uh, clip from a drag queen. I can't remember if it was a video or, or if it was in a podcast. Basically saying, hey, we're perverts. You stay away from us. Why a, a person would want their child to watch this garbage is unbelievable. Well, this mom from Encinitas, um, she's had enough. And she went off on the board. Listen, <laughs> And she was beautiful. This is a long, these clips are a little longer. But I think they're they're important, and they pretty much hit everything on the head. Listen to her. I just want to know what it is uh, that makes a drag show family friendly, because if you follow it to its logical conclusion, you can slap family friendly titles on anything. You can have family friendly gentlemen's clubs, family friendly strip shows, family friendly Fifty Shades of Grey read alouds. Will you appro- approve my flyer if I want to host in all the sex secrets of the Kama Sutra for kids and families? If it's family friendly. It's my question. Wow. Uh, what is it about a grown man? And I honestly, sincerely, as a woman, mean this. What is it about a grown man costumed in a sparkly bra with augmented boobs busting out, a leather miniskirt barely covering his twerking ass with tuck tape on his front while spreading his fish netted legs as he writhes on the ground? Grinding his groin next to a minor, family friendly. You owe us an answer. And you know, you don't get to hide by just taking something down off Peachtree and calling it a day. You owe an explanation and an apology to Gay bar. It makes you groomers and activist pimps 
and we won't have those sitting on a school board who oversees the education of our children. You all stepped out of line. You should be ashamed. There's nothing loving. There's nothing. Let's unite and include because the logical conclusion of that is you end up in diabolical evil. There are boundaries and you don't slap family friendly titles on stuff to cover your ass. Yep, pretty much. By the way, the little perverts family event, family friendly event is being sponsored by if you didn't catch it in the th- being sponsored by a gender transition clinic and a 21-year-old or older gay bar. That's who's sponsoring this event. I know we're not allowed to say anymore that these are all groomers, but I'm going to say it anyway. These are all groomers. What reason would a gay bar and a gender transition clinic want to get involved in a school event? Does this sound like this is going to be a wholesome event? Sure doesn't with me. Well, here's another one. Uh, I believe this one is in North Carolina uh, School District. And by the way, this is happening not only here in San Diego, but it's also happening in L.A. In the Conejo Valley School District, they are actually running this crap in, in Conejo Valley School District, too. So this isn't just, this is all over California already. And we keep hearing about it in in Virginia and now in North Carolina, this is what we're going to hear. Now, this this gal here, she's bent out of shape because of the books they are allowing their kids, not only allowing their kids to see, not only only keeping them in the library, but are keeping them on the cla- in the classrooms, and and putting them on recommended reading lists. Now, this is graphic. This is a little longer, but I, I, I'm going to keep it long for a reason. Because you can see how the school board doesn't want to deal with this. But it's very graphic. She reads from the book. A book that's being recommended to your kids. And the reason I don't cut out the graphics parts is the reason I'm leaving it. I want you to hear the graphic parts. Because this is what they're recommending your kids read. Okay, so listen to, listen to this gal. And boy, she's a hard ass. I would never want to mess with this one. Before my two minutes starts, I want to give any parent with a child in the chamber to remove them if they would choose to do so. No, start two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. I'm sorry. Can you can you go ahead and with your speech? Not until it's reset to two minutes. Your time has begun. No, reset it to two minutes. All righty. This book is gay by Juno Dawson was found in a seventh grade classroom at Collinswood Middle School. It was also on the ELA recommended reading list for seventh graders at J.M. Robinson. I'm going to read from chapter nine, the ins and outs of gay sex, starting at page 201, part one, boy on boy sex. 
Perhaps the most important skill you will master as a gay or bi man is a timeless classic, the hand job. Good news is you can practice it on yourself. The bad news is each guy has become very used to his own way of getting himself off. Learning how to find a partner's personal style can take ages, but it can be very rewarding when you do. Something they don't teach you in school is that in order to be able to come at all, you or your partner may need to finish off with a handy. A lot of people find it hard to come through other types of sex. That is fine and certainly not something you have to apologize for. A good handy is all about the wrist action. Rub the head of his cock back and forth with your hand. Try different speeds and pressures until he responds positively. A bad handy is grasping a penis and shaking it like a ketchup bottle. Finally, my misunderstanding about rubbing two peens together wasn't far off the mark. Rubbing them together in one hand feels awesome. Mega combo handy, trademark pending. It's no wonder that 92% of CMS graduating seniors aren't college or career ready when you're instructing them on how to give blowjobs and handies instead of teaching them how to add and subtract. Superintendent, you stated this book was, quote, brought into the classroom by a teacher with no intent to allow students access. Any teacher that puts material like this on his or her bookshelf is either is a bad teacher or a pedophile who grooms Thank children. You. You two minutes are up. Thank you. We will vote you out November 8th. I'm not on the ballot November 8th, but... They really wanted nothing to do with this broad. They knew exactly what was coming. That's why they tried to cut her time short while the kids were leaving the meeting. But this gal, she talked to them the way she should. She talked to them like employees of the community. Of course, they cut her off right when her two minutes ended because, God forbid, they, they actually have to listen to what she said. This is a book that's being pushed. This is a book that's in an elementary school classroom. Does this sound like something a 7th grader should be reading? Should parents say, have a say on what they want their children to be exposed to? This parent is right. Our kids do not need to know how to give hand jobs or perform oral, oral sex on the same sex when they can't read, write, add, or subtract. And by the way, we look at our education system. I, I think it's something like 30% of fifth graders can read. Fifth graders can read at grade level. It's gotten that bad. And nobody seems to care. Again And again, this is not banning books. This is not banning books. You want your kid to read that book, that's absolutely fine. Go to Amazon, buy the book. This does not belong in, in a 7th in a grade classroom. It does not belong on a recommended reading list. That is just garbage. And of course, the, it shows you how arrogant these people are. Well, I'm not on the ballot on November 8th. Oh, well, that's going to be a wonderful little sound clip, a clip. When you're on the ballot in 2024, you will be in the ballot on, on, in 2024. And believe me you, the person that goes against that that broad that said that, she's going to, she's that clip is going to be playing over and over and over again. Now, what's my point here? Folks, I got some bad news for you. This stuff is, this is coming to you. You're going to be dealing with that, especially if you have smaller kids. I have, I have grandkids. I have my two grand, my three grandkids. Josie has her, her two grandkids. Luckily, my kids and her kids, they're all of age. 
So that's not going to be kind of an issue for us, but it is going to be an issue for our grandkids. It, either we are going to have to fight this crap or pull our kids out of school and start homeschooling them. And by the way, homeschooling is becoming a thing now. I believe 10% of the children are actually leaving the schools now to be homeschooled because of garbage like this. There are plenty, there's plenty of support out there for homeschooling. Plenty. I mean, I, I'm, I, when I watch TV, they actually have commercials where you can have community support for homeschooling. We need to get these kids out of the system and maybe then we'll tear apart, we can tear apart this system. Okay. The big problem with kids, like right now, I believe it is 15 to 20% of the kids in the school systems. And we're not, we're not talking the conservative school systems. We're talking the, you know, the left coast and the East coast. They are defining themselves as LGBTQ. Well, they're doing this not because they really believe they're LGBTQ. It's despair. Two years, these kids haven't been able to school go to school. With CRT being taught, they're being told that they're bad if they're white. And one of the reasons we see a majority of school shooters are white males is because they are suffering. They're being told, especially if you're a white male, you're being told you're a bad person. No one needs to know you, and there's no such thing as a bad kid. The problem is kids can become bad. Adults don't see the suffering, or the school boards don't see the suffering. I'd say a lot of parents don't see it either. That's why these school shooters throw out millions of clues that they've got problems, but nobody does anything about it. So here's an example. According to the Daily Wire... A California superintendent defended a seventh grade boy for allegedly who was allegedly caught masturbating in front of his classmates, insisting to shocked parents that it was normal. The superintendent, Mark McLaughlin of the Conejo Valley Unified School District, admonished parents for bringing up the issue during a school board meeting last month. Again, Conejo Valley is in Los Angeles. It's all close to me. Uh, McLaughlin disclosed that similar offenses occur at least once a year in their district, which he said normalized the incident. Now, listen to this. This is, this is him actually defending it and the mother complaining that somebody should not be masturbating in front of the girls in, in a classroom. Speaking to the parents listening, on May 17th, my seventh grade daughter, along with every other classmate, watched a boy in her class masturbate. I only saw, I only know this because my daughter told me in the car when I picked her up, saying her friends said they were disturbed, traumatized, and scared. The principal reported the incident to the district office. I've heard not from any one of them. It does not take an expert to figure out what happens to a 13-year-old boy when he's staring at mostly naked girls wearing underwear to school and being exposed to concepts like oral and anal sex in seventh grade. They let children write the dress code. The Teen Talk Comprehensive Sex Ed is not age-appropriate, and neither are supported by parents, and teachers have spoken out adamantly against this. Despite all of this, they approved them both 5-0, to zero, just like everything else they slipped in while we weren't watching. 
My daughter and that boy are victims of this board's approved content and curriculum, and I hold them each personally responsible for the social and emotional damage to these children. There was outrage on uh, the subject of the boy who was masturbating in one of his classes, and I just want to ask, did the teacher and the board allow that, or is this something that might have just happened? What? Oh, Karen. What? <laughs> you know about it. Where's law enforcement yeah, involvement? You're the ones. That's why you guys here. know about it? Are you kidding? So I oh, would say so that this it. itself is a confidential issue. It's a student. I don't think any of you would want us up here chatting about an issue that took place with your child. Um, when we talk about uh, masturbation, it could be rubbing of their jeans with their hand outside of their pants. Doesn't necessarily need to be inside. As someone who's been an elementary and school principal, um, I would say that at least once a year, this comes up for both males and females um, within a school setting. And so I don't think that this is anything outside the norm. Um, oh my gosh, that's not normal. <laughs> you got that, on camera. that is not a good stance. So the one thing I will give this guy credit for at least he, he admits they're teaching the kids this stuff. But to sit there and say that it's normal that this happens, I will go out on a limb and I will say, no, it's not. If this kid, this kid can practice, can be a pervert and be a pervert in class and be excused for it, no, this is not normal. As a matter of fact, I'll go a step further. This kid is expressing antisocial behavior. It's a disorder. He's got a disorder. There's something wrong with him that could make him dangerous in the near future. He could be your next rapist. He could be your next school shooter. This is the type of behavior which is a warning sign. And it's being ignored because he has rights to express himself. This is the same school that allows girls, to, boys, to go into the girls' restroom. Don't tell me that these people in these school systems give a damn about the kids. They don't care about the future, uh, the future victims. And they don't care about the kids who are actually crying out for help. By jerking off in a classroom, this kid has got a problem and this should be acted upon immediately. You don't have to hate the kid, but you have to recognize there's a problem. The fact that no one is going to help these kid, this kid leads to what this kid could become. And that leads us to our next story. According to the Daily Wire, a self-described incel is facing life in prison after he pleaded guilty to a federal court today for attempting to murder 3,000 women. The Department of Justice said in a statement that, uh, I won't say his name, 22 of Hillsborough, Ohio, admitted to targeting and surveilling women at an Ohio university in 2020. He was arrested by federal law enforcement officers last year and has remained in custody ever since. An incel, short for involuntary celibate, refers to a small group of men who harbor extreme anger and rage at women 
for what they believe in their minds is being rejected by them for romantic and sexual relationships. You won't hear this story in mainstream media. I had to find this story. This is what could make a 22-year-old so terribly miserable that he would want to kill 3,000 women. Could it be that he spent all his school years being emasculated and said he was unworthy? That's what CRT does. That's what radical gender theory does. Could it be that he has mental issues? Maybe from not being in school for the last two years? No one took care to notice that this kid had a problem. Or they ignored it. They just got pushed this kid through the system. And then he's out of the system. And then at 22. Let's look at, let's look at the kid who... who murdered all those kids in Uvalde, Texas. That kid had warning signs everywhere that he was unstable. The school knew he was unstable. (sighs) Just absolutely incredible. Okay, well, we're good. I hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I've got two more stories that I have not been able to get to today because we're running late. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've watched Dumbass. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.